Life is made up of many gorgeous moments. Cherish them all, big and small, with Blue Nile. Whether it's for yourself or a loved one, Blue Nile's unrivaled selection of expertly crafted fine jewelry and statement pieces help make all your moments sparkle. Blue Nile's experts are on hand to guide you, and their diamond guarantee ensures you get the highest quality at the best price. Celebrate a life well lived in the most radiant way and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Nellie Eden, and welcome to Episode 7 of ASOS Podcast, My Big Idea. I'm here with anti-agency co-founders Lucy Green and Pandora Leonard to find out how, in 2013, after establishing London's most exciting alternative model agency, the duo changed the face of the British fashion scene for the better. Here's Lucy and Pandora's big idea. Would you both mind introducing yourself, please? Um, yeah, I'm Lucy. And I'm Pandora. And for those that don't know what the anti-agency is, would you mind explaining what the agency is and what it stands for? Um, yeah, we basically um, we started a sort of anti-modelling agency um, about a year and a half ago, um, and we represent people that are thanks. <laughs> we represent people that are um, basically more than models or people that didn't necessarily want to be models, um, but use it as a way to sort of um, publicise what it is that they do do. So we've got really kind of talented artists, musicians, um, illustrators. Um, they're basically people that are kind of more than just a model um, and they're kind of really cool, really bubbly personalities um, and we look after them. And can you tell me how old you were when you set the business up and how you do it? Like, how does someone start a business? Um, well, at the time we were about 24, 24 and a half um, and we'd both been working in fashion for a long time and I think we sort of just... We both basically been using, as stylists, had been using models who are our friends rather than, you know, normal models. And we were getting such good feedback from them because they were these gorgeous, sort of very individual looking people. And then we kind of just came together and... Yeah, I mean, I, it wasn't something intentional. Like, we started it in a coffee shop and decided to do it one day a week and then it ended up being three days and five days and yeah. it just kind of blew up. Basically what happened was is we had one in particular girl who... Um, we put up for a casting for Office and it was sort of like, I don't know, 40 other people who were going for the same thing. All, all you know, proper models from Storm or whatever. And she got it out of everyone. What's her name? Um, Abby. Okay, yeah. Uh, she's super bubbly, gorgeous, so creative. And I think she just had a really big impression because of her personality. On, on And I think also like brands that we were working with... Um, or that we'd worked with when we were styling or at magazines, we just noticed that brands were wanting, um, you know, they didn't just want a standard model, they wanted someone that was like an authentic brand ambassador. So if it was Doc Martens and they wanted someone holding a guitar wearing Doc Martens, they wanted someone that was actually in a band, not just a model holding a guitar. And um, we just noticed that loads of brands were kind of wanting that, like, authenticity to their campaigns. And we knew so many people that were genuinely, like, talented, authentic people so so you're both stylists yeah will you tell me a little bit about that yeah um <laughs> i was at um a magazine called tank magazine and we also did the observers fashion supplement um there and i was there for about six years um and i was a fashion editor there so i kind of um and also it was like a creative agency so i did creative consultancy as well like working on um, like Vivian Westwood and G-Star and um, like loads of different brands um, 
and I kind of I left there to go freelance and was doing um, sort of musicians and um, just freelance editorial and shows and things um, and it was great but I think I just kind of I've always had a bit of a business head and I always wanted to do something that was a bit more engaging than that um, and yeah and then I met Lucy and we kind of decided to do this. Um, me, I I didn't go to read down the magazine route, I kind of did more, I went straight in freelance, so I kind of like cut corners, um, and that way I start, somehow made like kind of like a celebrity portfolio, so I did a lot of celebrity styling, um, and then I do editorial as well, and sort of freelance, like lookbooks and things like that, and also do fashion week, I do Felder Felder show, but yeah. Basically. And did the celebrity, like building your portfolios, both of you, was that mainly because you were calling on friends to help you? I think I was just, I knew, I, I really wanted to be a stylist and I just got myself out there and literally I was calling up modeling agencies and asking to style their people for free just to get my foot in the door. And then once I did that, then it would I'd meet other people and other people and then I was, I ended up sort of assisting really big stylists um, and meeting people along the way, basically. So where did you both meet? Where did we meet? We met through <laughs> my sister, who um, owns a PR company called Fifth House PR. Yeah, I can't actually remember the first time we met or how, but I just, yeah, I know it was through Lucy's sister, Sophia, so. And did you know that you'd always end up working in fashion, so obviously you both started doing stylists, but if, you know, you'd turned around to like your five-year-old self or, I don't know, your 15-year-old self, do you think you'd I thought I was going to be a famous actress. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I, I, did, I didn't actually think I was going to end up in fashion. My mother's in fashion. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's weird. Like when I was, I went to like a very straight-laced school where you became like a doctor or a lawyer or a banker, and I went to university to do clinical psychology, and I just didn't know. I wasn't really into it, and I started interning, and that's how I got my job at a magazine. Um, but it's weird because yeah, my dad used to work in fashion as well, mm. um, and my mum was like in film and fashion. So I just kind of fell into. I mean, I didn't get. It wasn't something that I ever thought was a career choice for me because it just didn't seem kind of yeah. serious enough and I didn't know how you did business in fashion. Yeah, will you talk to me a little bit about business because I think that word puts a lot of people off. So I think that business is just, I mean... It was definitely like a learning curve for us. Like, did you have help? Did you, you know, how do you do accounts? How do you do like tax? I think, I think we've both always been hard workers, like since we were whatever. I mean, Pandora was doing tank when she was how old? Like 19. At 19 and I went to my English Lit degree and then I, I somehow cut all these corners and became a celebrity stylist almost overnight. So I think we've always had it in us and I think things like tax and stuff, we're sort of learning. <laughs> we did, yeah, we, like, I mean, we literally didn't know how to do anything. Like we just, it was just Googling and writing lists of, okay, so you, you know, just basic stuff. We knew we needed a bank account, but if you wanted a bank account you had to be an incorporated business so we had to incorporate ourselves and you know you just go on google and look up how you do yeah. stuff and it was a total learning curve like we made loads of mistakes but along the way what i definitely would say though is i remember when we first sort of started telling people that we were going to do this agency everyone was kind of like oh you know you can't just start a modeling agency you know it sounds quite scary sort of just starting modeling agency. there's loads of laws that you have to do and there's loads of this and that and we just didn't listen to anyone and we just did it our way and it is actually really so you just learn on you the just, way you just learn along the way and it happens organically like so was there a light bulb moment you said that you used to go to a coffee shop and talk about it and did you get to a point where you're like okay we have to do something I think it, these weird little things kept happening so for example 
Mimi Wade, who's one of our first girls, she had said to me the night before, oh, you know, I really want to join an agency. She's an amazing fashion designer. Um, but she really wanted to join an agency, but she didn't, because she needed extra money, but she didn't want to join an agency where she had all these rules and regulations, etc. Um, and so that kind of set light bulbs off in my head. And then Pandora had Abby, who she was putting up for stuff all the time. And so we were saying to each other, I think twi once or twice, we should make an agency. Mm -hmm. We really should do an agency. And then one day we went to that cafe, it was on Dalston or somewhere. And we were just like, let's just do it. And then yeah, Pandora like knows we how built, to build. We built a website in one day and you know, photograph people the next week and it just, within two weeks, it was kind of set up. But we but we did it kind of low-key for about six months. Like, it was just something that we had. And then we got... The demand got bigger and bigger. Yeah, we got this, um, like, I don't, I have no idea how, but, like, ES magazine phoned us up one day and we're like, oh, we want to do a cover story on you. And I was, wow. and I was we like... We were literally like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. And I just had, I mean, it was something that we were doing, like, from our bedrooms and, you know, it, it, we just didn't think it was a big deal. And then and yeah, they phoned us up and asked to do a cover story on us, and um, and then as soon as that came out, it just it, did you just quit your day jobs at that point? Yeah, it, it had just to, became full time. Literally, like we both were. I was I was working for this amazing stylist, and I had to make a decision between the agency or this other road. So we yeah, we had to just focus on the agency. It felt like it did. It suddenly blew up, didn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, it was amazing. Um, and obviously, you guys are really close friends. Are there any hurdles to overcome when you enter a business with your friend? And if, if there are, what are they? Me and Pandora, I think <laughs> our fights are legendary. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh, really? We are, like, at each other's throats. But, I mean, we're, like, we, like, we're like sisters in a way that we probably, we have, we, like, we love each other as much yeah. as we argue. And then when we argue, we just sort of, like... So do you just like deal with them really quickly and yeah. kind of? Yeah, like they're quite they're quite momentous, but then <laughs> like we both have awful tempers, so we'll just kind of like scream at each other and say the worst things ever. But then like family, you just the next day you forget about it and you move on. Yeah. So it's quite nice. I, I think you also learn a lot um, along the way. I don't know, just learn how to deal with each other. Would you work with anyone else? I don't think I could actually. No, it's because <laughs> you think like I don't know. Yeah, it's strange. Like of all the people that I've thought I would I would start a business with, and actually in a weird way like all the qualities that I have kind of balance out all the qualities Lucy's got and you know she's great at the stuff that I'm not good at and I, I couldn't really have imagined How do you that. divide that then? So like are there roles? I or? think at first you don't because we didn't really know who was good at what and then I think the more the, along you the, basically the further you go the more you kind of realise and then you're sort of mm. it just sort of falls into place Yeah and what did you hope to achieve? Like what did you have in mind? Obviously anti-agency is alternative and it's for most of your faces they have other things going on they're not just models will you talk to me a little bit about that um i mean i think we just we wanted to create something i mean we didn't have like you know a huge sort of five-year plan or something we just wanted to create something that helped the people that we knew out and in the time that we've had it you know, we've been able to publicise so many, like we've been able to put on an ex, like an art exhibit, like it hasn't just been about the agency, we've put on an art exhibition for all the girls that are artists um, and got them huge amounts of publicity and extra work. Um. That was with girls only, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we also help in their careers, so you know, we have girls who are singers and whatever, and they come to us and give them guidance and we help them with business plans and things like that. Um, um, so do you kind of act as mentors as well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. definitely. That's like really important to us. I really like to be honest. When we started it, it was because the girls that we knew, with the, our first set of girls, were so strong and boys, and I re I really believed in them. I really want. I really believed in them, and so that's mm. what we wanted to. And like the more successful that they get in their own right, the you know the better it is for us. So. Um. Do you have a mentor? No. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> do you want one? Yes. <laughs> Who no. would you like? <laughs> um, direct mentor. Jazz, our financial director, our mentor. Yeah. We've... No, so you do have someone that does your finances. He's amazing. He's literally helped us so much. Yeah. He. I mean, we basically we do most of it ourselves, um, and we definitely did for the first year or so, um, and then we just. Um, we started talking to this guy Jazz who we meet with like once every four or five months um, and he is like the dream. He's like our big daddy. <laughs> he just explains everything to us that we don't understand and like yeah he's lovely so he's our. So how many people are currently on your book? I think it's um, 81 in the UK but we're about to sign some more. Because you're going stateside. Yeah we are we've just come back from LA which is really exciting. Um, we've signed about how many people? 15 people? Yeah. Um, which I think we've got some more trips to do just to get some How many people would be too many? We unfortunately we constantly have to you know call because we we want to make sure that we can give everyone the right specific attention and I mean I think with with um, loads of agencies you know they just have so many people and people can get lost in them and just not get the right kind of attention and we want to be able to focus on every person and every person's career and helping them individually and if we took on too many people we just wouldn't be able to do that. Mm. And do you think you got like do you have very similar tastes do you both know do you have very clearly in your mind what criteria? Yeah. It's much. weird yeah like people we get so many suggestions from friends or you know submissions and and yeah, it's weird. We kind of like are quite in sync about what it is that we're looking for in a way that like no one else seems to get it, but we both. Because you can, like, you can be the most beautiful girl in the world, and you can be completely wrong for anti-agency. You know, mm. it's got it's so specific. I think that's why is. you're kind of like you know, it's why it's such an attractive an idea because mm. you obviously have in your mind what it is, but not every, you can't like you say you can't just be really beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I was gonna say what what campaigns have some of your girls and boys been in that we might recognise? Um, Mark Jacobs, that was a really exciting one. Um, yeah, we had two people versus, marked by Mark Jacobs. Portia versus. Um, Dr. Martins. Do, yeah, Dr. Martins. Uh, one of our guys did something for Louis Vuitton. Um, but then also, you know, stuff like Nasty Girl, Topshop, Monkey. ASOS, like, of course. Yeah, ASOS, like everything from, yeah, kind of high street. And, and also like young designers as well. Um, and like loads of like young mm. London designers. So everything from that, you know, up to big Because when we first started, we really thought, you know, we'd be very niche because our models were so niche. But it's not true at all. We're sort of looking after every sort of cater to everyone now. So now, you know, real life models used to be niche. Do you think that's niche anymore? You, do you think you started that trend? And I like to think so. Yeah. <laughs> I, think I think definitely, like, in the last sort of two or three months, we've noticed loads of people kind of catching on to it. So we started, um, you know, we would always link to our models' websites and link to their Instagrams and... Um, publicize about them and then I think in the last couple of months other agencies have started to sort of put Instagram links or kind of focus on mm. people's personalities as well. I think that was an kind of inevitable thing as social media is such a huge thing now um, and but models get booked on their followers now rather than Yeah, has, that cha- has Instagram changed the way you scout people? Not I don't think the way we scout because you know you get so many people on Instagram that have this sort of like persona that isn't necessarily actually them. The amount of times we've had castings, people come in, even if they have, you know, 100,000 followers or whatever, they'll come in and they're completely different in every way to their Instagram, so we can't represent people that aren't authentic. Yeah, they might be kind of really shy, or I don't know, Mm. they'd just be, yeah, very different to how they're represented, but I think for us, social media and Instagram has been a huge reason as to why we took off, because people want to know more about 
what they're seeing now. I mean, if they see someone, they want to, they really aspire to them, and they're more attainable, so they can look at their. Because I mean, you really do like you don't have your girls aren't stick thin. They're not six foot two. They're not. It's a real mix, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, but so when was the last time you discovered someone? You know, how, how do you discover people, and when was the last time you discovered someone that you got really excited about? Who was it recently that I got really excited about? That Lucas? Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> we, we like fall in love repeatedly Literally. with like so many different people. We met this, I was in um, LA and I was in Supreme for some reason looking for something for my little brother and this beautiful boy was sitting on the side. It's actually quite embarrassing because you go up to them, I don't have any cards on me, business cards, and you have to kind of chat them up and invite them to the anti-agency and then I went to someone else in the same store so everyone just thought I was this like weirdo going around chatting up guys on my phone. Mm. But anyway, um, he is amazing and he's, you know, we signed him and he's already been casting for Santa Ron and it's so exciting. And he was totally unsigned. Totally unsigned, totally, I mean, so not modelly, like, I mean, he looks like a like gorgeous but he just didn't know anything about the modeling world wasn't really interested in it he's an illustrator and he's like 16 years old he's an unreal we're doing big things for him does that stuff keep you excited then yeah so much like so exciting like we were also like we were on venice beach and we were just like, yeah. watching skaters and then we were like oh my god these ones would be really amazing and they came to the shoot day and they were just like the most like, amazing awesome charismatic kids um, it's weird like every time we scout someone like this guy could have been some random boring guy he you know he's an illustrator and he's brilliant to guitar it's like they always talented what we scout yeah um, and then how many applications do you get and what makes you interested in an application what turn what turns you off I think it's, it's quite nice to have applications that are short and sweet and sort of tell you what they do mm. they get ones that go on for pages and pages and pages that's quite good advice then to keep it short and yeah. sweet yeah I think also um, Send a picture always, obviously. Yeah, definitely. Like, you know, we always say, like, on our website, you know, send a picture, send a bit about yourself. So, and you know, and send your Facebook and your Instagram so we can kind of try and gauge a bit more about you. Um, but yeah, I mean. We get some really dodgy ones sometimes, like naked people. Maybe don't send the naked ones. Yeah, like, I mean, so many <laughs> naked ones, so many, like, dungeon masks. We had one person biting ahead of a budgie once. Yeah, no, like naked guys, biting no, a budgie. No birds. <laughs> um, and what keeps you both pushing forward if you've had a, a bad day? Like, you know, have you ever doubted yourselves? Or how do you how do you pick that up and turn it around? I think we just whenever we're like, oh my god, you know, freak out. We just think about what we because we have so much coming out. We've got a magazine coming out. Yeah, tell we've me got, what's coming out. What's we've coming got there's a magazine coming out which will be out in a, hopefully in the next couple of weeks. And then we've also got LA coming up. And so many things in the pipe. We want to do another um, exhibition at the end of the year. So there's so much to sort of keep. And we're going. doing like Ooh. we're doing like collaborations with other brands, and there's so much that to look forward to. That if you kind of, and also I think we like we definitely help each other out. Mm. So if one of us is having a bad day, it's like it's so nice to be in business with someone else that can be really positive. Yeah. Um, yeah. kind of help you out because it's changing you're not just a model agency you've kind of gone past that now aren't you like you say you're, you're functioning as a kind of creative agency yeah, yeah definitely you're, yeah. you've got loads of collaborations coming up um, and so where do you see Anti going or, or do you just play it by ear to be honest it's where it's got now it's happened completely naturally um, 
and then I don't know I just I think the thing that's nicest for us is like we're creative people but we're also um, you know really frenetic and there's so much different stuff that we want to do and it's really nice to have a business that's a tool to kind of do all the you things know, you want to do all the things we want to do you know like we really wanted to do a magazine and we wanted to do an exhibition and we wanted to you know throw a party or whatever and, and we wanted to do art direction and it's just really nice I feel like what we've actually created has ended up being more of yeah kind of a creative collective but, and yeah we work with all the people that we represent so you know if we've got illustrators if we're doing a collaboration with someone they'll work with us or artists or so yeah it's kind of become more like a collective I think in the future we'd ha- probably want agencies in LA New York um, and how do you like for people starting out thinking of starting their own business you know when you want to get yourselves out there say you want to throw a party or you or you want to collaborate with someone did you call on your friends do you pull favors how do you go about asking people for you know stuff like that I think I mean we had quite a few contacts before we started because we worked so hard for yeah. years before in the fashion industry um, I think people will do you favours if they believe in what you're doing. Mm. Yeah, you have to 100% believe yourself in what you're doing. Mm. Um, and I think also like just things like being able to secure a meeting with someone face-to-face makes so much difference to just cold calling someone or sending a blank email. Um, yeah, I think having specific relationships with people makes such a difference because I think the industry can be so daunting and there's so many people and you get, you know, you send emails and they get ignored and things like that and actually like it only takes one or two people to yeah. really help you out. I think you definitely need to work in your field. So like all the work we put in for the agency, working in fashion, paid off and people take, if they take you seriously and if you did a good job there then they'll take you seriously for the next project kind of yeah. thing. Um, and what's your best tip for running a business? Just make sure, when you're first starting out, literally go to work every single day. Don't, because when you're your own boss, it's quite hard to, you know, be tough on yourself. I mean, Pandora was so tough on ourselves. We, you know, we worked every single day. Mm. Oh um, my God, we use Wanderlist. Oh yeah, Wanderlist, like oh God. lifesaver. What is it? It's Pandora's like this website. Scheme. Yeah, like I'm, I'm a total like OCD organizational freak. And we use this website called Wanderlist where you can make like check off lists of everything you need to do that day and share them with everyone and then like assign them to people and assign <laughs> assign like alarm clocks to like remind you to do it. And I love it. Um, what's the best advice you've ever been given? Um, hmm. I don't know. If, I don't know if we've been given like great advice, but I think it's really nice when I think when you're doing something, it's harder to believe in it than you know. We've had when other people say, "Oh my God, you're so successful," it kind of really it helps a lot because you don't really think that. I think we're always a bit glass half empty or like always aspiring to do more and more. So when people, other people outside, kind of think what you're doing is great or are supportive of you, it makes such a difference. Kind of affirms what you're yeah, doing. Yeah. And do you have a favorite model moment of all time? Um, I think it, we were so excited when the girls went, because literally one, we got a call one day saying we want Angelica and Jessica to come and do the Mark Jacobs campaign in New York, and that was really exciting for us. Yeah, they were like, you know, you've got eight hours, they need to get on a plane. This yeah, and we were literally sending yeah. Jessica to go and get her kiss curls put in, and then she had to sleep with her kiss curls on and go straight to the shoot. Mm-hmm. Like it was When things, those kind of things happen, we're so excited for the girls, because it's such a whirlwind for them, you know, so. And what's it like when you see the images? Really exciting. So exciting, yeah, yeah. really, really fun. But it's also just nice, like, some of the people we represent, it, you know, it's so out of their sphere, they would never dream of doing those things, or they'd never, you know, might never have left the country, or never, mm. you know, and it's it's so nice, like... For them, yeah, also we, for us, I think. We get, like, and they're all friends now? Yeah, definitely. Like, they're all a gang. 
Yeah, they're all friends with each other. Do you ever get them together? Like, are you ever in the same place? Well, I think when we first started and we had so many intimacy things, they used to come to the, like, they used to come all together and then they all met and now they're all like best friends. Mm-hmm. We do like, you know, we'll do nights out or, um, you know, like at parties or we do exhibitions or something, but they all, I mean, they're literally like a gang. They're all best friends now and they all, and it's really nice because they all collaborate with each other. So like, we've got a singer called Rina and she's become really good friends with one of our artists, Alvida, and Alvida's directed her music video for her. And mm-hmm. so they've actually kind of all started collaborating with each other and it's really nice so yeah. it's a little family yeah yeah Mimi's just she just did her end of year fashion thing and she has used all of our models like who are her friends to model in it that's quite amazing yeah it's really yeah. nice yeah. thank you very much Pandora and Lucy for coming over and chatting to us thank you for thank having you. us <laughs> that was Lucy and Pandora's big idea tune in next week to hear from more inspiring women about how they made their big idea a reality Don't forget to subscribe on Acast, iTunes, or your favorite podcast app. Bye. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.